Well, we I can fix it. Fix it. Love you. Bye. How did you get that rad background? Uh, I'll show you later. It, it was a big... <laughs> Talk about no. that later, but, but let me... I'm the worst multitasker in the world. Let's get him pulled up here. Why is it... Oh, there we go. Here, I'm working in three different things. Where's your ball? Can you read? Can you can you read me the? Um, hold on, you're killing me. Can you read me the uh, the uh, Zoom meeting? I don't know what that means. At the top, at the top of the Zoom. It, oh, I got it. Never mind. Should I be using my mic? How do I sound? You sound good. Oh, it's, maybe I should plug it in. There we go. Blue snowball. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it's a virtual background. Your your hair is liquidy. There's Mark. Hey, Mark Jeffrey here. Welcome to the Insurance Dudes, a podcast for insurance agency owners, helping us to think of different ways to optimize our business and our lives. Welcome to the Insurance Dudes. In this week's episode, we have Mark Jeffrey, traffic anchor and reporter from KISS FM in Phoenix and the operations managers at Total Traffic Network. Hey, Mark Jeffrey here. Hey, Mark. What's up, How Mark? How's it going, guys? Awesome. Good. How you doing? I'm doing swell, thank you very much. Thanks for asking. Yeah, and you, you can call us dudes if you want instead of guys. Dudes. I use yeah. dudes all the time. You do? <laughs> well, you're a dude do. that's right up the street. You're up, in, you're up in Phoenix, right? I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, sitting in the, uh, the iHeartRadio building as we speak. That is awesome. I know that, that that gets me excited and Jason excited. So, so let me introduce myself and then my co my co partner here. Um, Your cohort, co-host. Co- my cohort, co host, whatever you want to call it. Um, my name's so I'm Craig Pretzinger. Uh, I'm an insurance agency owner. I have a couple locations: one in Tucson and one in um, Casa Grande. So even closer to you. Uh, nice, Jason. Jason, my compadre here, uh, has uh, an agency in Huntington Beach, out in California. That's right. So been, oh, very good. Uh, very cool. Yeah. So we've been doing this podcast, and to your question uh, on Facebook, uh, we're, we're... Why me? That's, yeah. that's what you're getting at. No. It's like, so basically what I asked for, for, for all your listeners there, I asked, uh, hey, that's cool. Yeah, I'd love to be on the show. Uh, why me, though? What's up? Uh, should I give you a bio of me so maybe the folks listening will wonder or will understand why I asked you that question? Perfect. That's I'll give you a quick bio. So 1983, I became a radio guy. My dad was a radio guy for a long time. So since 1983, I've been a traffic reporter. I spent 20 years in a helicopter and an airplane talking about traffic, mostly over Phoenix. Been on the radio every day since 83. Um, I'm still on the radio now. I'm on seven radio stations every morning. The other half of what I do is I'm boss of Total Traffic, the traffic arm of iHeartRadio for the region. So I'm in charge of traffic reports for about 100 radio stations for Phoenix, Tucson, Albuquerque, El Paso, and Las Vegas. Um, so it keeps me pretty busy. Uh, we talk about traffic accidents and all kinds of problems that get in folks' way. And so that's pretty much what I do every day. And in conjunction with that, uh, the fact that I'm on several radio stations, I kind of have a social media presence, and that maybe is what led us to be talking now. It is. Uh, so you're in my network. I don't know how or when we became friends, but but we are. So that's pretty cool. And um, yeah. I have I have noticed your posts, and and um, you know, as an agency owner, and um, maybe I'm older than than your typical millennial. But, but in working with these millennials and understanding the value and importance of social media, uh, 
I mean, you, you seem to have it nailed and, and you're, I think, closer to my demo than, um, than millennial like myself, right? And Jason as well. Well, you know, the thing is, Craig, and I have, uh, I have a bunch of employees. I have about uh, 24 employees, and awesome. most of them are younger than me. And one of the things I get into, especially when I'm hiring, is um, we get into their social media presence. And one of the things that I, I tell them that I'm looking for is um, there, it's just as important what you post and what you do as what you don't. What you don't nowadays, I say, uh, you're traffic people. I do not care about your politics. Matter of fact, I don't even want to see your politics because, right. in my opinion, all you'll do is lose people. That's it. If you want to go change your name, different Facebook name, be my guest, join all those radical clubs you can find either on the left or to the right and have a good time. But the name that you use on radio stations I put you on, I do not want that name associated with either the hard left or the hard right because we're a service industry. So I tell them not only what you put up is important, but what you don't get involved in is important. And then a step further, I have two daughters, roughly 30. When they were younger and going through college, I said, I don't, you know, like one of them went to ASU. I said, the last thing I want to see on Facebook is you participating in the undie run and things like that, or drinking out of a beer bong, because that stuff will stick with you for life, because I'm a hiring manager, and one of the first things I look at, you know, is I'm going to hire people. Matter of fact, I'm hiring a, a traffic, uh, part-time traffic reporter right now, is uh, one of the first things I do is I look at their social media presence, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I look at everything. You can tell a lot about a person by what they put on social media. Gotcha. Did you look at us? Yeah, I gave a quick scan. Of your yeah. stuff, you have some good stuff up there, buddy. Oh, cool. Yeah, Jason's Jason's what, the architect back here. What was the uh, what What were some um, some danger zones that you noticed on ours? And you're like, mm. well, I didn't look that far. Do you want me to do that now and 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 judge you in real time? Because I can be a super no, judgy I, person, dude. I, I love it. I think it's <laughs> my, <laughs> mine's especially uh, all over the place. I. I I did a little grooming a few years back, especially when I joined Allstate, um, to be totally honest. <laughs> but, um, yeah. There's some I'm looking. You guys, you guys do some pretty good stuff. I mean, uh, one of the things I'll tell you that I do, and, and, and I have a little bit of an advantage, because, for example, one of the radio stations I'm on is KEZ Radio, and that's the number one station in Phoenix. I'm also on KISS FM with John Jane Rich. And KNIX, I'm on KNX Country every morning. Um, it kind of gives me a platform. And um, one of the things I do is, is I try to put up something every day that's kind of light and fun. Today I put up a thing about I found some candy cigarettes at the store. So I just put up a thing. Hey, who remembers these? It's just to get <laughs> folks to interact, you know, sure. um, ask them questions about traffic. Just keep it light and fun because I think that's what social media is. My portion of social media, that's what it's for. Because, you know, like I said, you put stuff up there. If a person puts stuff up there, that's going to stick with you for life. That stuff doesn't go away. And because I'm a reporter, I sit in a, in a giant newsroom that serves about 2,000 radio stations. I, I run the traffic department, which is uh, on the side of it. But I sit in a giant newsroom, and, and these folks all day deal with all kinds of serious news items and one of the things that comes up as a reporter what you do is if you see a name that's involved in a story you go huh 
wonder what they were doing on Facebook six, seven years ago. Go, oh, look at this. This is interesting. And I think both you guys have seen, both you dudes <laughs> have seen, you know, recently um, that stuff you posted, stuff people posted on social media years ago can come back to haunt them. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that's just kind of sad. I mean, so all I recommend for folks is I'm not going to, it's free speech, do what you want. Uh, but my name is my brand. Mark Jeffrey, I've been working on this name, trying to keep it clean since 1983. That's how come I get endorsements and things like that. That's how come I stay employed because I don't have a lot of negative energy attached to my name. And, and plus that brings us to another thing. I'm not about negative energy. I think, you know, that sort of stuff falls, uh, follows you around. So I just try to keep it positive. I think that uh, if folks, you know, check out my Facebook page and it makes them smile for six seconds, I've done my job because <laughs> nowadays radio and social media, all we're doing is fighting for people's attention. That's it. The life is about attention, whether it's television or reading what you guys post or listening to this podcast. We're just hoping to give some people something positive to consume their attention for whatever length of time. It used to be when my dad was on radio for 35 years back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it was either radio, television, newspaper. That was it. Or, you know, yeah. throwing magazines. You know what I mean? Um, yep. But now people's attention is so scattered. Um, I'm just hoping to, to make them smile for five or six seconds. That's about it. And then, then it. when I do traffic reports, I'm trying to help them out. Yeah, that's exactly what Craig and I were talking about earlier. It's so funny you brought up the positivity thing. And and that's what's so funny that drew us to you and your profile is like, this guy is awesome. He looks like he likes to have fun, which is I do. Hey, I appreciate it. And, and I think, and you guys have noticed as I scan back over your pages, it's being authentic because – yeah, I'm a radio guy, and um, you know I drove motorcycles. I uh, I'm in a, a lousy metal cover band. I play keyboards. We play '80s and '90s, AC/DC, Def Leppard, stuff like that. You know, That's awesome. um, I've the real music. I've had the yeah, exactly. I've had the opportunity to meet a bunch of celebrities because I work in a radio building, uh, so I have fun with that. So I'm fairly authentic about you know my life and what's going on because. Um, a little different. Back in my dad's day, as a radio guy, nobody knew what he looked like. Well, today in the media world, even though I'm on radio, my face is all over the place. They put me on these radio station web pages and whatnot, so I'm a little less anonymous. So I try to be a little bit more careful with, uh, like I said, it's my name. Um, one of the things I tell reporters that work for me is, you know, you want to do a good job in part because you know, that's part of your spirit, but also because at the end of every traffic report, you say your name. And if you screw that up, that's on you. It's not on me. So if you keep doing a lousy job and go, hey, I'm Mark Jeffrey, and you do a lousy job again, and hey, I'm Mark Jeffrey, you know, whatever station, that, you know, people are going to go, that Mark Jeffrey doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that seems to be one of the biggest changes, I think, is that people aren't anonymous anymore. And um, yeah. It, it's your brand. Like you have to shift your mind and, and just realize that when you, when you're just on the internet, like we all go on multiple times a day, that it's, you're really promoting your brand and not, you're not just having fun. <laughs> right. It's, it's all about it. We're all in the brand game. I mean, I have friends that are, 
I don't want to say civilians because I don't want it to sound the wrong way. Um, but like my best friend, he he pours concrete driveways for a living. Um, and he does real well. He's not really even on social media, so he doesn't care. He doesn't have a, a reputation necessarily to protect on social media. He's got a good reputation personally, but otherwise he's not worried about it. Uh, but for somebody like me who is kind of half expected to have an online presence, because uh, I'll let you in on a little secret. In media, radio and television, I know a bunch of folks, um, you're expected to have an online presence. Matter of fact, it's pretty much mandatory. Uh, a lot of these radio stations in Tucson, for example, um, you know, they have a bunch of iHeart stations there. Well, you guys, people are listening to this show all over the world. So I'll, I'll make it in a more global aspect because I know you have, uh, you know, fans everywhere. Um, that Part of it is that, uh, you know, when you're in on radio and TV, um, they're going to expect you to do, for example, if you have a morning show, you're expected to do five posts a day on uh, typically on Facebook. Sometimes they'll let you do it just on Instagram, but you're expected to, and it's checked upon. So it's, that, that was something that wasn't required. When I, when I was doing radio back in 83, the internet didn't exist and nobody cared. I didn't have to do social media posts. Well, now you do, you're going to have a radio show or do whatever you do on the air. And you're also going to have to have five minimum of five interactions on social media a day and your boss is going to check up on those and they're going to look to see was it good was it bad you know uh, and so it gives me a little bit of an advantage finding out from other people that are really successful at it um, you know what they put into their post to get a run for example I work for iHeartRadio an example is Ryan Seacrest is an iHeart employee he's on a radio station in Los Angeles he has to he does anyway but he's got a post every day a bunch of things. And I look at some of his and thinks, well, sometimes he asks a question. Sometimes he's just got a funny picture. Sometimes it's an interview with somebody that'll be a little tease to get you to click a link so you can listen to a whole show, that sort of thing. So um, he's, and of course, he's got a giant crew that works for him. I do mine on my own. Um, but, you know, there's, I know a lot of people that put a lot of thought into their social media presence. Yeah. I'm hearing, I'm hearing mix it up and do it often. Exactly. And another thing that you could do is um, I have an advantage. I'm, I don't know if it's an advantage. I'm up and on the radio every morning at 5.30 a.m. So I, I do my best, what I think are my posts that are going to run. I do them uh, by 7 a.m. every day. Um, I tell friends of mine that I'll see a post come up, a really good post. They put it on at 7.30 at night. It's like, and eh, I don't think that's the right way to go. Because what's going to happen is your post will maybe get some run for a couple of hours. It'll die overnight. And then, you know, you won't get the full advantage. It's just a theory of mine because we know Facebook and Instagram and, uh, you know, all those Spotify, they all change their algorithms on a regular basis so we can't figure it out. But I just personally think that I like to have a good post every morning, you know, kind of with my coffee and something that I think is going to run all day. And uh, I don't, I try not to do a really solid post late at night because I'm afraid, oh good, I'm going to have 50 people that will like it and then it will die overnight and I'll get nothing the next day unless somebody comments on it and brings it back up. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's good food for thought right there. Well, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I, it's just something I've noticed. I can put up a post, you know, at, at night and it's like, huh, that's weird. I didn't get a ton of likes. And then I could put up the same exact post about three months later in the morning. Boom. 
It runs all day long. Like I put up a thing today about candy cigarettes. I think it's past 100 likes already. And that's not a ton, but it just started something, and it went. And I just have a feeling if I did that at 9 p.m., it just wouldn't work. Because then, you know, that you, we talked about the demographics that we are in. Um, you know, Craig and Jason and, and myself, we're in a demographic that's maybe a little bit different. Are we on Facebook at 9 o'clock at night? Nah, I'm usually with my wife doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so I, I figure that the folks are, you know, checking it during the day. Um, do you guys do Facebook uh, and Instagram on your phone or is it on a computer mostly? Phone. Right. Kind of both, but, but yeah, well, likely more fun. Well, and, and as you know, that gives you a different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the phone is a different, I, and I look at it mostly on a computer monitor because where I do traffic, I have three giant monitors, and usually one of them I have dedicated to social media. The other two are for traffic because that's my primary job. But um, So I look at a lot of stuff on uh, the computer monitor, and the things I look at on my phone, um, well, then, uh, and I do look at Facebook on the phone, but I don't look at, like, uh, videos and things like that because I don't like small videos. If I want to watch a video, I like to watch it on a bigger screen so I can get the full effect. Yeah. So so that's another thing you have to consider is, you know, how are people consuming um, your social media posts? How long have you guys been doing this podcast? Were we a month and a half in? Yeah, not long. Not long. Not long. No. Not long, well, but, it, it, but again, it's it's that consistency, right? We we are we're committed to, to hitting getting somebody on here every week, and and we've been pretty good at, at doing that so far. Now we have a power power guest. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. I, I. I. Well, I'll hardly agree with that, but I appreciate the sentiment <laughs> anyway. But consistency is the thing because here's the deal. I've been on Morning Phoenix Radio every day since 1983. You know, and that's not bragging. It's just a fact. One of the things that's done for me is when I go places and I say, hey, I'm Mark Jeffrey. Folks will look at me oftentimes sideways like, um, sounds kind of familiar. Part of that, you guys, is because I've done uh, almost three quarters of a million traffic reports in Phoenix on various radio stations. Yeah, my wife added it up for me. Um, I was like, really? No, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, she calculated about seven hundred and forty-two thousand traffic reports, and that was like two months ago. So anyway, that's awesome. At the end of every, well, I appreciate it, but at the end of every one of those traffic reports, I've said my name. So the, you know, if you're a, a Phoenix times. radio listener, my name has been hammered into your head every friggin' day since nineteen eighty-three, and so you know, it's given me a little bit of an advantage because whether folks you know like me or not, that's besides the point they've been exposed to my name all those times. Um, and part of that Branding. is consistency, consistency, consistency. I, you know, you just yep. keep hammering it every day because a lot of folks today, especially social media, that folks want to make money, you know, make a quick buck or whatever. You know, I tell them you just have to keep hammering away every day and you're going to get better at it and better at it. You'll gain more fans. You give them something of value every day. Uh, a couple of nuggets they can take away from it. Said, "Hey, you know the information that Craig and Jason gave me there. That was some useful stuff, you know. Um, and it made me not only maybe gave me something to think about, but it made me feel better, or I chuckled, or or whatever, you know. So you guys can become like their pals, and they're and they keep coming back every week to listen to you guys. 
Yeah, and I think I, I think that's key. I think a lot of a lot of people these days are looking for the quick, you know, the quick fan base or the quick buck or whatever. Um, and they're not in it for the long game. But when you're in it for the long game, you play the game differently. I think that's right. And um, I think it's more about value and and uh, yeah. And it, we talk to a lot of agents, and and there's a lot of agents that listen to this show. All different in all different stages of their agency ownership career. And it is, you know, we hear a lot, the, the concern over, oh, I don't want to overpost or I don't want to bother. And, and we're like, no, you got to, that's where this is so valuable, Mark, is, is like, it's that reinforcement of how important it is to be in front of somebody's, be, to capture their attention. We must Absolutely. capture their attention because when they get mad at their current insurance dude or dudette and it's time to bounce, they want to think of us just like with you, you know, if they're mad at whatever radio station, they remember you and they're, they're going back to your traffic report. Hmm. Well, and, and, and that's, and I believe um, that's an excellent way to look at it because we're just staying in, you know, trying to keep it positive, staying in front of the folks. Uh, I, it's funny because um, if I had to categorize the occupation of the majority of my Facebook friends Easily, it's real estate. I have, I've got to have, <laughs> seriously, dudes, because yeah. I have like, four, seriously, like 400 real estate agents, you know? Yeah. Well, I bought a house about a year ago and I picked one and it was mostly because I, he just put up a bunch of posts I like. And I saw the day I decided I'd seen a, po- a post of his earlier in the day. And, you know, of all things it had to do with is he had a family member who was, uh, addicted to heroin and it recently kicked the habit. It was kind of a serious thing, but he had in, uh, some some interesting takes on it in just a couple lines and and saying, you know, I pray for all those that you know are trying to kick an addiction or something. And and it wasn't about hey, you know, buy you know uh, buy a house with me. Um, but I noticed he was an insurance agent, and so I private messaged him. I said, dude, I'm looking to buy a house. Um, can you help me out? He was like, hell yeah. And so literally within two hours, he's showing me a house up the street from mine, and we ended up buying it. It happened that quick. And it was just because, like you said, it was, he was, he'd impressed me with the way he was on social media. Not always saying, I'm the best insurance or I'm, I'm the best real estate guy. I'm the best real estate guy. No, it's just positive stuff. He seemed like a good guy, you know, because I had my pick. I love hundreds of agents. Yeah, the, 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 I think that's a killer point right there is that when you do, like if you're doing the cookie cutter post, the, you know, oh, you, you know, for insurance, oh, you know, auto insurance save, it's like the same stuff over and over again. But to your point, you pick that guy because of how genuine he was. And I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, to me, it's about being genuine. And, you know, folks will know you can throw in things about insurance, but you mentioned cookie cutter. Well, you can tell that when people are sharing posts that we've all seen before, I think some people make the mistake of thinking, hey, I took this post from a friend of mine and I'm going to share it. It's like, dude, we all saw it. <laughs> you know, yeah, we've all totally. seen that meme. That meme went around last year, dude. You're a little bit slow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I laughed at that last year, but nice try, you know? Yeah. Um, so try to be original or put an original take on it somehow. Also, you know, it's a, it's a dumb thing, but my wife laughs at me because 
we'll be, wherever we're walking, if we're doing something, uh, a couple of months ago, I'm in front of some big fountain. We were at a mall. I go, hey, take a picture of me uh, looking like I'm going to jump in the fountain. She goes, what for? I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know yet. You knew. <laughs> well, I knew I'd do something with it, but I, here's yeah. the thing. I didn't have to know at the time. You know what right. I mean? I yep. didn't have to know. You guys are in Tucson. Do you know there's an intersection of Mark and Jeffrey, and that's my name, and it's even spelled that way? I actually drove to that intersection, which is in the southeastern part of Tucson, and I stood up on the hood of my car and took a picture of my head right next to Mark and Jeffrey. Now, I had it in my phone for like a month, and then I posted it, and folks thought it was funny as hell. Well, so so my message there is when you're at a store or you're out with friends or with, if you see something odd, take a picture of it and you don't have to know at the moment what you're going to use it for as a post. And maybe you won't use it. But anyway, you, you got some stuff instead of here's another selfie of me in my office. Here's another selfie of me in my office. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so give yourself point. some give, give yourself some stuff to, to post with. And then yeah. when you look at those pictures, you know, a week or two down the road, maybe something triggers in your mind and you say, hey, you know what would be funny with that? Yeah. Also, it sounds like you guys are smart, Alex. And that's let's face it. That's half of what social media is about. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> be, being a smart ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, like yesterday, I put up a picture of a banana. I drew a face on it and put it in front of a map and just said, hey, time to do the traffic reports, you know? Yeah, it's just, that uh, funny. Well, <laughs> if people are looking at it going, what the hell, dude? It's like, well, um, I use that traffic banana a lot. Um, and then the, the one prior to that is me holding two headless mannequins. Uh, and That's it's awesome. just like I said, I'm not looking for a lot of attention. I just, but it's five or six seconds because, um, you know, people's, it's hard to get their attention for any length of time. Yeah. We're in the attention game, guys. That's it. And you guys are in it. Now that you're doing a podcast, you know, you're fighting for that attention. Yep. Dude, that is some great, um, great advice, Mark. That's awesome. Hey, well, anything I can do to help you, just let me know. I'm set for my insurance needs, but I'll tell you this, if I need any insurance, I don't need, uh, I don't need aviation insurance anymore, thankfully. But uh, <laughs> if I, if I do, you guys are going to, which one of you is better at insurance, by the way? Well, Jason's in California, so you'd have to work with me by default. There you go. So Bonus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Craig's been doing it longer, so he's uh, definitely better. I have a good <laughs> Well, actually, guys, hey, uh, yeah. I, I have to break it off only because I got to jump back into this radio work that really is my For primary sure. job. But Mark, hey, it's been fun talking to you, and I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. Thank, thank you, Mark, Mark for taking this time. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank sure, guys. You. Anytime. You, you have a great day. You too. You too dude. All right. All right. Take care. Dude. That was awesome. That was good, man. That was really good. I mean, he's, dude. Your Insurance Dudes podcast is sponsored by Agency Vault, an industry leader in agency coaching, hiring and retaining top talent, and sales training with the seven-step trusted advisor sales framework. Are you up for the challenge? For $99, you'll get 28 days of access and an opportunity to join our private platinum coaching group. For more information, navigate to 
www.agencyvault.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the insurance dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.